0: We're very happy to have on the show today. We have uh, new USAO president, Kayla Hale. And uh, President Hale, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: We gave you a couple months uh, to get uh, everything settled before we had you out on the radio. So Thank you. I needed that head start. (laughs) And I'm sure it's probably still going. Uh, It is. A big uh, learning curve, I guess. It is.
1: I just finished my third month uh, at USAO (laughs) as president. And uh, things have been moving quickly. We're making wonderful progress on a lot of things, but I'm really looking forward to homecoming this year.
0: Also, we have uh, Athletic Director Mike Ross on the show. So, Mike, thanks for coming out. And yeah, thanks for having us me, about uh, all the activities coming up here these next few days and uh, what's to, uh, what's coming up. So. So, uh, just talk about some things that uh, you were a student here at USAO a number of I years was. ago, and I was. so it's a, the happy return, I guess, or it something. is a happy know. return.
1: Yeah. Um, it was 40 years ago in August that I enrolled as a freshman at USAO. Um, I decided to come here based on many things, but one of the big reasons was because my grandmother lived right behind Nash Library, and I knew I had a parachute if I needed one. Uh, but I lived in uh, Willard Hall in a room that had a window that looked out on the backyard of the president's house, and so now I have come 40 years later for full circle uh, to lead the institution. Happily, I have met so many people in Chickasha. Uh, Who have known my family, whether it's been my father who graduated from Chickasha High School in 1957, or my uncle who did the same thing but in 1959. Uh, My grandfather uh, has been known by many people. His name was Elmer Hinkle. and I've still got a couple of cousins here who continue to take my calls, so it's been a good return.
0: Uh, talk about just some things that have been kind of, I mean, 40 years is a long time. But it is. Uh, some things that are the same, maybe, that uh, maybe
1: kind of surprise you a little bit? Things that are the same are the complaints about the cafeteria food. Yeah. <laughs> um, things that are different are um, the campus has has gotten much more beautiful. There are big mature trees, we are a National Historic District. Uh, I came to school at the very bottom of the 83 oil crash and the majority of the buildings on the east side of campus were shuttered. And the enrollment was much lower than it is today because of those circumstances. So I've come back, we've had larger, we have the largest enrollment we've had in in many, many years. Um, The core curriculum is, not the same, but in somewhat the same, classical education delivered so that our students can get a wonderful liberal arts education, along with whatever major they're in. So we are right now looking forward to uh, a developing a next a 12-month plan of work. We're going to focus on student recruitment, retention, scholarship dollars, and um, engagement with our community. It's been a honor for me to serve on the Economic Development Council and see how much engagement there is between USAO and the city of Chickasha.
0: You also spent some time on the foundation board
1: for the university, right? I did. I have always supported um, USAO since I left um, this school at 17th and Grand and wandered away for 40 years before I came back. But the, the foundation has been so instrumental in allowing the university to grow, into supporting our student athletes, in providing opportunities to purchase new equipment, shore up the uh, what I would call the central nervous system of the university, our IT infrastructure. Um, and so the people who support that foundation are so important to us. And the people who remember the university, for example, through our OCW alumni, who have been so generous um, and have remembered their university through their estate gifts, which have been transformational to USAO. It uh, has
0: led to a lot of improvements around campus, no doubt.
1: Absolutely. There are a lot of improvements still to go. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of buildings that are offline that we're going to, to bring back, but the Wi-Fi systems are great, which really got us through the COVID years um, pretty seamlessly. Um, We've got plans for improving our athletics facilities and evaluating if there's an opportunity for uh, further expansion.
0: Speaking of athletics, we've got a big anniversary uh, coming up. And uh, Mike, I know this is something you've been working on for, I don't know, probably a year, uh, if not more. Uh, But the big 50th anniversary of uh, competitive athletics for the university.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we probably – I remember after the 40th, Briscoe said, I'm not going to be around for the 50th, so you better get started. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been a lot of, of planning, but what, a, what a, a nice big event this is going to be, bringing back uh, so many alums. And, and really it's focusing on the first uh, men's uh, basketball team the first two years. Even though we had competitive sports prior to that, I, I just learned from President Hale, we had a synchronized swim team uh, prior to that and field hockey, uh, but celebrating basketball, which was our first NAI, uh, program. So, uh, a lot of the first team is coming back. John Hudson, the
0: first coach, uh, will be back on campus. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, Briscoe, of course, one of the first players, uh, for USAO and, uh, later, uh, champion national championship winning coach and yeah quite Hall a of story famer, yeah
2: quite a story we could we could talk about oh, no briscoe doubt. on a yeah. whole whole show <laughs> but yeah he'll be a big part of it i know he's gonna uh, get to speak a little bit at the uh, uh brunch uh, after our scholarship award uh breakfast and and uh try to get him on the radio with you mm-hmm. around one and, yeah. o'clock and some more of those uh guys that were on the first team so it's gonna be good it's all kind of
0: part of a homecoming weekend which is always the first weekend in november
2: Correct. Yeah, we've got a lot of events. Uh, we've got our senior uh, senior, night, senior day for volleyball. Uh, we had to push their start up to 10 a.m., so it'll be an early start for them against Oklahoma City. And then uh, we'll play basketball, women's basketball, we'll play at 2 o'clock. And then the men's team will be at five o'clock. Uh, a lot of events between there, uh, but that's the main main athletic events.
0: And a special documentary on the career of Briscoe McPherson that uh, a lot of folks are excited about.
2: Yeah, Friday night we're going to have the documentary uh, uh, shown for the first time of the uh, national championship team, which obviously Briscoe coached. Uh, I've previewed it; it's really good. I'm really excited to see it, and uh, just going to be a great time to gather. Uh, with some some of those players and, and local people in town that were part of that because if you remember there was a lot of people that traveled to those games back then I mean the gym was packed and you'd go on the road to watch those guys play because they were really really good obviously
0: no doubt back to back years in the national championship game brought back the first first national championship for the school in two thousand and two correct um, and then uh, it's led to. Some great teams throughout the years, not just men's basketball, women's basketball made the final four a number of years ago. And of course, uh, with the addition to baseball and softball, we've got a national championship softball trophy in the trophy case there from a few years ago. So, yeah, that's
2: correct. They kind of started it with that national championship, and it's grown ever since then. Uh, I mean, we, you know, the softball national championship, both men and women's basketball teams have been in the final fours, the elite eight. Baseball and softball are. Are almost yearly in the World Series, and so we're we're competing at a high level across the country, no doubt about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, you took the baseball team to uh, like number three in the country, correct? Uh, yep. Back just not that long ago, yep. and the soccer programs have been fantastic. Yeah, uh,
2: G- Jimmy has been a backbone of the uh, athletic department. You know, his twenty, he's in his twenty sixth year now, uh, just coaching the men this year. But the the soccer programs have been nothing but top notch under his leadership.
0: We've got three individuals that are going to be recognized uh, as alums. Uh, Mike, so let's talk about those individuals.
2: Yeah, it's 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 rare when you get uh, so many Hall of Fame members that are all – we're all student athletes. Uh, you know, we talk about Scott Parkinson, a great soccer player. I was coaching when he was playing, so I got to watch him and uh, has had a magnificent coaching career, uh, gone on to do tremendous things. Yeah, and coaches then,
0: for a women's professional soccer league correct, in Washington.
2: Correct. And then Michelle Blake, who's Dr. Michelle Blake, uh, she was playing – soccer when I was going to school as well so uh, know her and have gotten to know her over the years coming back to soccer alumni so you know a great representation of the university and then obviously Stan Brown who was part of the uh, that that runner-up team uh, in 2001 an active alum very active alum uh, comes to every event so those those three three people represent our university so well and they're it's so well deserved for them to go into the hall of fame and be be recognized Uh, it's Pretty impressive. Uh,
0: Dr. Hale, talking about uh, s- some of the, the plans for the university, and we mentioned that uh, earlier, but uh, you mentioned being at Willard Hall. or yes. at the, Have you been back there? I to have. See, to see, look at the president's backyard again? Actually, I uh,
1: <laughs> took a tour of Willard Hall okay. yesterday. All right and uh, and looked at the rooms that I was I was actually I lived on all three floors at various times as I was an RA or just a regular freshman um, some of the rooms are as dirty as they were when I was a student oh, no. you know <laughs> dorm life yes, it's not one yes. for being neat and, and <laughs> but it is a it's one of our largest buildings on campus it was designed by Solomon Layton who was the architect of our state capitol and it is a treasure for our community. And so I am actively working along with many people at the university and within our community um, to um, bring the partners together who can help us find the funding or the financing to get that dormitory back online. The first floor of that building, we're going to dedicate to our student services, uh, to counseling services, to our Neil Wint Center for students with um, neurodiverse uh, learning, um, who have neurodiverse learning needs. And then, um, and then the second two floors will be um, regular dormitory space. But we need that because this year we had so many uh, freshmen enrolling, it was a record number, um, that we had to retrofit our alumni house for our women's softball team. Uh, We didn't have enough space, didn't have enough beds. Uh, That's a rare thing for Oklahoma higher education these days, and so we are being thoughtful about how we're moving forward, so that building is really a priority for us. Other things that um, I'd like to do is uh, examine our lab spaces. We have a strong program in science, especially in environmental science. We need to update um, some of our labs. There are a lot of things that um, a lot of opportunities we have for our partners, whether we've met them yet or not. Uh, but I'm thrilled to be back um, leading the charge in these areas. We have tremendous faculty, amazing students. And one of the things that I love about our student-athletes um, is that so many of them are from here. They're from Chickasha. They're from the surrounding counties. That We are a, a, an institution that's winning champions, championships with kids from our own backyard. And I love that.
0: Um, Talk about uh, you're opening
1: up the president's home to the public, which is new. I am. I hope that people will make an appointment to come and see it. I don't want to answer the door at eight (laughs) o'clock at night. Uh, We've been going through a very simple uh, renovation of the downstairs uh, part of the president's residence. They tell me Uh, That should be ready for homecoming. Uh, We are planning to have a reception uh, at the very last day for a lot of our OCW alumni there. Um, So that gives me the impetus to make sure it gets done. But that is going to be a meeting place for our community, uh, for people who we are inviting onto campus, uh, for alumni we want to reconnect with, um, for faculty events. Uh, We've already had two student events at the President's Residence on the beautiful patio that's outside. Um, and uh, one of the things that's happened when you make connections like this through a president's home is I've adopted a cat uh, that just Very showed good. up on the president's back door. So I'm <laughs> actually fostering that cat uh, for a couple of good months. Good for you. But that home, uh, the, the house also built in 1919 uh, by the same architect, Solomon Layton. I believe that's right. I'll have to double check. Um, my living quarters will be upstairs. And the bottom part of that house will be for our community and our community will be warmly welcomed into that space.
0: One thing that a lot we've talked about it here before for several years, but uh, one thing that doesn't get mentioned a whole lot is the uh, out west of town, the Oh the, the nature center. Na- yes. Yes, mm-hmm. the nature
1: uh, conservatory that we have out there. Beautiful space. Um, There's a beautiful building out there as well. It's a laboratory um, that our students can use, and it was made possible by the McLaughlin Foundation. Uh, Mr. McLaughlin was a regent of ours for many years. Uh, But there's a a lot of things that are being done out there in terms of understanding the ecological space, what kind of species are out there. I know one of our faculty members is working with the National Tur- Turkey Federation um, to examine the habitats for turkeys. Um, and they're getting a, a good bit of support from that organization. We even have um, beehives out there um, that one of our faculty um, is working on. And there's uh, there's an oil derrick out there oh. as well. And so what we do with our energy partners is talk about how we take care of the land that those those pumps are on. A bit of trivia you may not
0: know a number of years ago that a USAO professor discovered a a new moth variety. This has been 10 or so years ago. Don't remember the name but uh,
1: I will find out next time I'm on I will will
0: tell you. (laughs) A new moth variety. Yes well interesting. Uh, So the mission of the university really hasn't Changed much over the last ten or fifteen years. I mean, you—it's liberal arts, but um, sure. Um, you, know.
1: you know, what has changed, I think, is um, you know w- what our student body looks like. Um, we have about twenty percent of our student body um, are Native American. Seventeen uh, percent is international. You can see a lot of them at our sporting events, um, and. We have a lot of um, students who are from this area and the five or six counties that surround us. What I'd like to, you know, sometimes saying liberal arts can be, the word liberal can be a little um, misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'd like to say is, or describe it as a classical education for the modern student. We have the philosophy, the great thinkers. We have ancient uh, history and civilizations, along with data analytics, biology, chemistry, physics. So our students get an incredibly well-rounded education um, at the university, and they have for 115 years. Here's another little-known fact for you, George. When, this, when the uh, university started, its first name was the Oklahoma Industrial Institute for Women. And do you know why that was changed?
0: Um, I, I think I read about it, but it's probably...
1: Right. There was a judge in Oklahoma who had decided to sentence a wayward girl to a reform school. So he sent her to the Oklahoma Institute, the Oklahoma Industrial Institute for Women, thinking it was a reform school. (laughs) And so shortly after that, uh, the institution became Oklahoma College for Women. And the faculty in those early days were other very well-educated women who held their PhDs from Harvard and Yale and Dartmouth and all those other areas, but couldn't get hired at the more traditional institutions. And so they came out to Oklahoma to be the first round of teachers for our students.
0: All right. And uh, just one of the few historically college for women uh, west of the Mississippi. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: that's true. Modeled on the great uh, schools for women on the East Coast. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, uh, Mike, what else can we expect here in the
1: coming months um, for some
0: projects at uh, USAO? Well, you know we're just we're getting basketball started
2: and uh, our women, I forgot to mention uh, Saturday night. Uh, the fourth, our, our women's soccer team looks like they'll be hosting a first round of the conference uh, tournament. so that's always big. That'll probably be a seven or 730 start. So so a big day Saturday. you can get every mm-hmm. sport you want. Uh, if you come out on a Saturday, but basketball is looking really good. All the sports are doing well, but I'm really looking forward for basketball. Women's team returns a great number of, of uh, young women from last year. Uh, The men's team is, I told coach Francis, I said that, that might be as big as you guys have ever been as far as their height. And I, peek my head in the gym they're really athletic mm-hmm. too and they yeah. can run so the women we're,
0: we're, picked to finish second in the conference and they could compete for a conference title this year and, correct and then right. the men picked fourth yep in the conference so yep.
2: which I'm telling you that's low because yeah. they, they haven't been in the gym I have so. <laughs> uh, but the, you know anytime anytime you get those preseason rankings you can use that a little bit to to motivate your guys because I think they believe in there's a great group of young men and women uh, and that's what really excites me about it. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're coaching, you're trying to create a family, create a culture and, and those two programs have done that so far. So I'm really looking forward to watching them.
0: them so play. talk about the student athlete experience and, you know, being on the road so much, especially basketball, you know, a couple times a week, you're on the road, you know, long road trips to Kansas and Texas and. Uh, Arkansas yeah it's uh it's crazy sometimes yeah
2: Yeah. it's difficult being a student athlete it's 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 not easy and uh what's crazy about it is is we graduate our student athletes on a higher level than the, the traditional student body and and along with our GPAs are better too but I think part of that goes into you know their coaches are their mentors and one of the hardest challenges for for People going into college that haven't had the experience is learning how to manage time. And when you've got a coach that's structuring your practices, your weightlifting, your study hall, it's just an extra resource. So so those student athletes are getting resources that maybe a traditional student doesn't know about. It's on campus, but they may not know about it. And and that mentorship goes a long way because all of our coaches obviously are, are graduates of universities. Uh, most of them have their master's degrees, So, uh, you know, lifelong learners as coaches is what they are. And so they really push that on their, their student athletes as well. Uh, but student athlete experience is, is a big focus of ours now. Uh, and that's, that's nothing new, but it's, it's gaining more traction at the national level. And that goes into, you know, facilities, uh, the, the time that we're asking of these athletes, uh, like you said, when you're, you know, when they go down to Texas, they're gone for four days. They're away from home. They're doing their, their schoolwork on a laptop. Uh, they're not in front of the professor getting to ask questions. So it's difficult, but but they've got the resources they need to be successful, and, and the majority of them are.
1: And can I also add that our student-athletes are so engaged in our community. They're very closely um, connected with A Beautiful Day and when those student-athletes come and see the, the younger students um, at, at the area elementary schools, um, it's it, impactful. And, and it makes a difference in our community. They are not only great students, great student-athletes, they're also role models for the young men and women who are going to be coming up through our local school systems. Exactly.
0: And, of course, uh, you mentioned uh – uh, they were working at the Oklahoma Food Truck Championships. Mm-hmm. They did, uh, a lot of them participated in the Walk Against Domestic Violence for right. the Together We Heal walk uh, uh, earlier. So it's good that they can, they can interact and be, feel part of the community.
1: Yes, and we're, we're going to expand that this year. I've had a conversation with the university's staff association, and we're working to make sure that every member of the USA community, whether that be a student, a faculty member, or a staff member, Get um, time off from the university to uh, volunteer for um, the wonderful organizations in the community that could use our help, and so we're going to do that. And um, and we're looking for partners. And you're available twenty four. Well, now twenty. <laughs> <laughs> we're available you, a lot you, of the time. Uh, you've, you've got you got an open door
0: policy. We I'm do. Sure. We
1: do. We uh, do.
0: Dr. Hale, thank you so much for coming. Thank in. you very Appreciate much. It. Looking forward to future visits, and then. Mike, we've been friends for a long time, and uh, thanks for all your help and uh, looking forward to all the activities coming up next weekend.
2: George, we really appreciate it.
0: Come
1: see us.